0: Life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision.
1: For so many of us, the reality is that our parents and our grandparents are growing older. And that means how we care for our ageing loved ones puts us on a learning curve that we may not all be ready for. We're back again today with Aged Care Chaplain, Ben Boland, with insights into sharing Jesus' love in the context of aging and dementia. Ben Boland is an Aged Care Chaplain and co-author of Jesus Loves Me. That's part of the Hammond Care and Bible Society Faith for Life suite. He also writes extensively and speaks about Aged Care ministry. Ben, a special welcome back to 2020.
0: Neil, it's wonderful to be with you.
1: Ben, let's start with what the Bible teaches about our thoughts and our care for those who are elderly, those loved ones that are close to us. Well,
0: I think the starting point really is that God created everybody and he created us in his image. Um, and that image is from conception to death. In I think it surpasses death in some ways. But it doesn't matter if you're young or old, black or white, male or female, any of those things, slave or free. Um, what is critical is that we are all created in God's image and we are all loved by God. And I guess the the application of that for us as Christians is that we are called to love people, to love our neighbor particularly. And many of our neighbors in our society are older Um I don't mean simply neighbours in our geographical sense. Um, obviously, it affects our family as well. But in our local home neighbours, um, in a geographical sense, in a church context, with older family members, with older people in our communities, we have a great opportunity to share Jesus' love with them
1: because he loved us so much, or loves us so much. The reality, then, is that uh, we are living in a society where the population is ageing there are a lot more older people around. Therefore, does that mean there's a lot more dementia?
0: Yes. Um, the greatest risk factor for dementia is growing older. Now, not everybody who is older um, will have dementia, so it's not um, a simple corollary. but it is the greatest risk factor for dementia is age. Having said that, some people get dementia in their teens or in their 20s, so it's not quite as simple as just an old person's disease.
1: You like to work with a strategy because uh, you are working with families, you're encouraging them on how they can be uh, best relating to their older loved ones. What sort of strategy could we work with uh, if we're trying to get something fairly simple but straightforward in how to communicate our, our faith, the gospel, uh, and some encouragement into those older loved ones?
0: Yeah, um, I talk about the three P's, basically, because like I can only count to three. I've got a science degree. Um, so, those three P's are prayer, presence, and pastoral care. And I think that really is the basis of how we share love to people living with dementia, particularly, um, and to older people. But it also applies, I think, to all Christian ministry. It's rooted in prayer. Um, ultimately, it's not me who saved someone. It's not me who died for someone. It's not even me who converts or encourages people, though we are called to share the gospel and to teach people. Um, it's God. Um, so prayer has got to undergird both our walk, but also our ministry to others. Um, the second one is just presence. And, and this is a really big one, and it, it's very hard to unpack it in full depth, particularly in few minutes we've gotten today. Um, but it, gets, it starts with us turning up. And particularly in an aged care context, that is particularly critical. Um, too often people don't or won't spend time with older people. Um, I don't know about you, Neil, but I've, in my time I've done a little bit of door knocking for various Christian ministries and events. Um, and it tends to be a pretty... Um, Low impact, at least in my experience, opportunity. Uh, most people are either not home or not interested. Whereas most older people have many, many hours of their week with nobody to visit them, nobody spending time with them, nobody just being with them. Uh, so I think ministry starts with being with. our presence is much deeper than that too. Uh, at its best, it's about being with in a deliberate and active sense Um, deliberately slowing or speeding to the speed that someone is at to be with them in a very deep sense of the word. Um, But it starts with
1: just turning up. Yes, and so many of us will be aware that our older loved ones actually crave that opportunity to have a conversation, to uh, talk about things uh, that affect them. So are you saying here, Ben, that when it comes to a faith conversation, older people are actually quite open to those?
0: Yeah, very much so. In fact, there's been some interesting research done by Reverend Dr Elizabeth McKinley um, down in Canberra, Goulburn, Space sorts at Mark's. She's now retired, of course. Um, but she did research with a number of older people and over a number of generations, and that has shown that interest in spirituality, and I mean spirituality in the broad sense of the word as opposed to just simply Christianity, increases as people age. Now, we're not quite sure what's behind that, But the data is really, really clear. Older people are more interested, on average, in spirituality than people who are younger. Now, my personal observation, Neil, is that people are, and particularly older people, are incredibly open to faith. Um, I regularly see people come to a saving faith in Jesus. Now, it's not because I'm some spectacular evangelist or super-Christian, or anything like that. Um, It's God's work, um, but he is working amongst older people. Um, Just as our image of God does not fade as we grow older, our opportunity to become Christians does not fade, and in fact, I think it grows. Um, Well, that's been my experience at any rate.
1: Ben, uh, there's a few things we might believe about older people and uh, for some, and uh, you correct me if I'm wrong here, but the thought that, well, it's an abusive thing to try and force your faith onto someone who is older or with dementia, that somehow or other they're not able to comprehend what you're saying. Any thoughts here around those, those feelings that some have? Yeah, I think
0: it, it ties into a bigger conversation um, that sometimes that we as Christians are intolerant or one-eyed or whatever you want to call it in terms of we don't say that there are many ways to God there is only one way to God um, and that becomes particularly acute or an acute challenge where you've got people who are not um, as cognitively strong as they once were um, or as they are so it's a question particularly for children's ministry which is not my area of expertise by any stretch of imagination uh, but also for dementia ministry, is it ethical to present someone whose cognition is fraying, for want a better phrase, with the gospel is a real question, and one that I hear semi-regularly.
1: I imagine, too, a parallel type of feeling that some people tend to hold is that somehow if someone has dementia, they're not going to be able to comprehend what you're saying and therefore... Find it very hard to believe, in the sense that we think of when we think of someone believing in Christ.
0: Yeah, um, that's a really great question, Neil. And yeah, it is um, a challenge. I've um, I've heard Christians um, Christians I have huge amounts of time for say things like, "Oh well, if you can't understand the gospel, you can't be saved," um, or that people living with dementia can't come to a saving faith in Christ, and it's just biblically not true. Um, nor experientially true for that matter. Um, As Christians, we are called to share the love of Christ with everybody. Um, That means the simple things about praying for people and listening to people and being with people, the presence, prayer, and pastoral care stuff. But it also means sharing God's Word in a culturally and gently and appropriate way, but also a clear way. And I often see people living with the Midget come to faith. Now, very few of them, in fact very few of the people I minister to, irrespective of age, are going to be writing 2,000 or 5,000 word essays on the ins and outs of penal substitutionary atonement. Um, But salvation isn't about understanding our theology. Salvation is about accepting God's gift of love and Him transforming us. And that is not limited to our mind.
1: So if we're talking some practical things here, Ben, and we've got some older loved ones, maybe their parents, maybe their grandparents, and we want to be able to share the love of God with them, Uh, what's some good strategies, uh, some practical things we might consider?
0: I think the three Ps are a good place to start. Praying about it, praying with them, praying before you go, praying afterwards. That's critical. Presence. Um, We are not going to minister to people if we are not there with them. Uh, You cannot be a missionary to, I'll pick Yugoslavia for the sake of the exercise, to Yugoslavia if you're not planning on being in Yugoslavia and you're not planning on being with the people of Yugoslavia. So that is true um, for both mission, um, but particularly for ministry to older people, and pastoral care, Um, listening, um, deep presence. All of those things are really core there. Um, There's also an importance for us being willing and having the ability to share the gospel in a clear, simple, and concise sense. So that's really cool and really important. Other things we can be thinking about is telling stories. Um, most people love stories. So telling stories from the Bible, I mean, Jesus is full, well, the gospels are full of Jesus telling parables. They're stories, they're engaging stories. Um, we don't need to be able to tell the Bible story word for word. We can tell the story as the story and that is powerful as a story. We can tell stories from church history. um, Amazing Grace and John Newton. Corrie ten Boone and forgiveness. Susanna Wesley and prayer. We can tell the stories of of God has touched our lives. Um, You don't need to memorize your story because you know it already.
1: Um, And I would hope that God has touched each of your listeners' lives. Well, Ben, great insights as always. Uh, Talking aged care. Uh, Let me just say to listeners, uh, Ben Boland is an aged care chaplain. And so wonderful insight today, sharing the gospel with your loved ones, your aging parents, your aging grandparents. Uh, The co-author of the book, Jesus Loves Me. And you can contact Ben Boland by connecting with him through YouTube. Uh, He has Jesus Love in Aged Care on YouTube. You can also connect with Ben through LinkedIn. And I mentioned the Jesus Loves Me book available through Hammond Care and the Bible Society. Ben, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil.
0: Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.